You're listening to the Quince podcast. of a smoky tandoor, the tanginess that a dash of lemon adds, the sight of fresh dhania that rests on top, the sizzle of a tarka and the way the paneer melts in your mouth. Sorry, sorry for making you drool, but man, I love Indian food. And well, so does New York. I'll be honest with you, like, uh, not only for us, but this was a phenomenal year for Indians because we literally had five Indian nominations as a finalist. You know, I was like, I thought I was the biggest underdog in that list. That was Chintan Pandya, an Indian American chef who is a complete desi at heart. He won the James Beard Foundation Award for the best chef in New York State this year. And I am Saptarshi Basak. Along with his business partner, Rani Majumdar, Mr. Pandya jumped into the restaurant business in 2017 and now owns multiple critically acclaimed restaurants across the US, like the New York famous Dhamaka, the classic homestyle Adda, a South Indian speciality named Sema, and Masalawala for the times when you need comfort food. And let me tell you this, Dhamaka is so popular that just getting a table means that you are probably one in 1500 others in the long, long waitlist. So recently, I spoke to him at length about his journey in the food industry and all about this milestone that he and his company achieved. Now, we recorded this over Zoom, so it's not great audio quality, but he had some pretty incredible things to say. So I hope you strain your ears just a little and listen in. So how did Chef Pandya manage it? What is his magic? Well, he says that it was all a surprise for him. We were actually more prepared to have the award for Dhamaka as best new restaurant. So I wasn't prepared for it. And I knew Ronnie is going to walk on the stage and obviously both of us will walk on the stage. But he's going to talk when we went for Dhamaka. Prepared or not, Mr. Pandya's company, Unapologetic Foods, has made a mark in history. Interesting name, you might be wondering. So was I. And he has quite a story behind the name. The entire concept came about that we are so apologetic about our food. What we'll do as Indians, Aray, sir, I'm extremely sorry, I'll get you this, I'll change it. Now, what happens in that is that this integrity chali The inception of unapologetic foods is, has been over a period of time. So, me and Ronnie started working together in 2017. Uh, we opened up our first restaurant. Then we opened up a restaurant called Adda. You can say that Pandya was always a foodie. Coming from a vegetarian Gujarati family, Chintan mistakenly ate chicken fried rice at school one day and returned home with guilt. His parents, however, did not hold him back. When I asked him what inspired him to be a chef, he started with this story. I told my parents, like, you know, this is what happened, like, it's a mistake which happened and everything. But they said, did you like it? And I was like, yeah, I like eating it. And they're like, okay, if you like it, you can eat it. You can't eat it at home, you can eat it outside. So they were very supportive about it. They didn't treat like, oh, yeah, Babre, and nothing like that. And I think uh, because of my love for eating, that what took me towards the path of becoming a chef. Rooted firmly in India, the kitchens at Pandya's restaurants are rich with aromas and flavors familiar to traditional Indian kitchens. 
even the simplest of dishes will find a spot on his menu. He doesn't believe in withholding any particular recipe from being a part of his fine dining experience. He explains how his experience from traveling to various parts of India led him to discovering some hidden gems. What happened is that when I was in India and I was a chef and I was specializing in Indian food. So the only thing I've cooked all my life is Indian food. So because I was traveling, you see all these recipes. But because your mind is so tuned that you are said that a champaran meat cannot be on a restaurant menu. Five-star hotel mein kaam kar rahe ho, champaran meat kaise aap menu mein daloge? It cannot be there. So, these recipes were in back with me. So, I had this fun for me and I didn't know that I could use it. So, you understand, it was like I genuinely knew I was going to use this, but it was there. And I think when the entire concept of Dhamaka came to our mind and we were looking at that vision of the food, I said, you know, this is the time I can use the recipe. It sounds crazy. But if it's not crazy, then we shouldn't be doing it. Now, a lot of people can cook. But what makes a restaurant really successful? What makes it stand out among many others? Is it the, the special recipes or the secret sauces or a carefully selected menu? Well, when it comes to Mr. Pandya, he believes that it indeed is a carefully selected menu that makes his restaurant special. You know, Dhamaka menu is like, we call it the forgotten side of India. Because if you look at the menu, there are dishes from Bihar, Meghalaya, Oresa. Dishes are dishes that I think that in today's day, maybe Indian restaurants are not based in India. And I think what happened with Adda is, it was a menu which was like simple, rustic, Bombay-style food, which I personally love to eat. So the entire menu is what I as a person love to eat. Mild, medium, extra spicy, less spicy. So one thing we don't do in our restaurant is that thing. We keep it the way it is. So if you want to eat our food, this is the way we feel this is the best version of the food. And you have to eat it. Atta <clears throat> was like that and it was more like a bold statement. As revealed in our conversation, Mr. Pandya is not a man of optics. And his company's philosophy too is all about giving their guests an unforgettable experience. हमारे वहाँ प्लेट्स हैं वो स्टेनलेस स्टील की प्लेट्स हैं जैसे घर पे खाते हैं स्टेनलेस स्टील की प्लेट में इट्स स्टेनलेस स्टील प्लेट हमारे पास जो ग्लासेस हैं वो आइकिया से खरीदते हैं क्योंकि डी क्वेश्चन इज़ इफ़ आई एम सर्विंग यू वाटर मैं आपको 50 सेंट के ग्लास में दूँ या 20 डॉलर के ग्लास we started doing is it took us six, seven months to develop the entire recipe. We started making our own paneer. We had a specific kind of milk. We pay them premium money and buy the entire batch of milk. And we only make paneer and the dessert with it. We have an open challenge about the paneer at Damaka. If you can get a better quality paneer than what you eat at Damaka in entire America, Get that better quality paneer, get your receipt from the night you dine, we'll give you cash. Or people think it's out of arrogance, it's not out of arrogance, it's out of pride for our cuisine. Our rule if any dish we make, if I make the simplest dish, let's say I want to make a dosa in one of my restaurants. If you as a consumer eat this, it has to be the best dosa you have eaten in America. 
Over the years, as Mr. Pandya understood how New York dines, he also got to know about the image of Indian cuisine overseas. I think this is a philosophical thing. We grow in India. And dining out has always been that luxury product for us. America, I think it's a little bit different. Dining out is more like a commodity. So I think it's more like a commodity and what also happens with America is and especially New York. New York, the people is like, people are very multicultural. So it's like a Bombay, where people from everywhere come and stay. It's more like that. And these are the people who are willing to experiment with food. They want the real deal. That is the word. They want that real thing. So what happens is that you know we Indian cuisine still in America is considered like a buffet kind of a food. Sasta khana hai. It's not a prime thing. Uh, whereas I was explaining somebody that actually our ingredients are more expensive than ingredients that you have to cook. So as Mr. Pandya points out, Indian cuisine needs to be shared with the rest of the world in its truest. Spiciest and most dhamakedar version, and that and only that can turn the Americans around on Indian food. Me as an individual or our restaurant as an individual will fail if we as a cuisine doesn't grow. We don't have a leg right now. So first, we have to make this cuisine so stronger that we can compete with mainstream cuisines like French, Italian, Japanese. In sab ke saath hum ek level pe aa sakte. I never believe in that concept of competition and everything and I love to you know connect with as many Indian chefs as possible learn from them talk to them and how we can push our entire you know diaspora forward like from nobody knowing us to being at level that thing has changed so main aise jhoot nahi bolunga ke yes ek time tha jab log hamari taraf dekhte bhi nahi the aaj log aake hello bolte hain humko so it feels proud it feels proud As a Damaka one day, a gentleman who is around 60, 65 years. They, so I was there. They call me. I go to the table. The guy touches my hand and starts crying. He says, "First time I feel I'm eating a food which is like Delhi, but not in Delhi." मैं इस कंट्री में 30 इयर्स रहा हूँ. मुझे ऐसा खाना ही नहीं मिला आज तक. A lady in uh, someone's mother we know in uh, this thing, uh, Sema, a southern Indian restaurant. She says that when my daughter told me I have to come and eat over here. I said you want me to torture me to eat a South Southern Indian food in a restaurant, but then she literally had tears in her eyes. She says this took me back to Chennai. Thanks for tuning into this interview. For more podcasts, check out the Quince website.